Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. But what happens when you're not making a living doing what you love? Exactly. Or not doing any action to pursue what it is that you love. Or you are just miserable or you are depressed. Mm -hmm. The antidepressant isn't working so much anymore. Certainly, yeah, we all have a lot of reasons to complain. Does that mean that we are not on our life's purpose mm -hmm. if we're feeling that yeah does it no well and the other thing too is how when when do you get to a point where you're like oh this is my purpose this is the thing that that i want to fix or i want to solve but all i really seem to do is complain about it <laughs> i don't really you know there's no action connected with right. the thing that i that i'm supposed to be serving if i was on purpose my life would look like mm -hmm. I would be getting paid for writing these scripts. Yeah. I would have an agent. I would have, I would have. Like a lot of people feel that they are not on their purpose in life because the universe or <laughs> agents <laughs> are not, people are not responding the way they are supposed to respond mm -hmm. and the world seems upside down um and so what they do is complain yep i mean we look at facebook and twitter and all of social media especially twitter um which goes down the rabbit yeah, hole it's just the, of a toxic wasteland of complainers yeah complaining 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 but I'm on purpose because I'm like complaining now too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Well, it's 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 very interesting because I I am a firm believer that most complaining is just disguised procrastination. That's what it is. Oh, that's it's interesting. That everyone who's out there on whatever platform it is who's just writing and writing and writing and not taking any actual action, that's a very good way to justify to yourself that you're actually living on purpose and doing your thing because, hey, I wrote 25 tweets yesterday about how X, Y, and Z sucks and how you know we have to do something about it. But I did it all from my living room or sitting on my toilet. And then I didn't, you know, and then I went back to doing all the normal stuff that I do that doesn't push me forward. But because I complained about it, I now feel justified in my laziness or in the fact that I didn't take any action because complaining in itself is a type of action, which it's, fervent, not. it's not. It is not. It is it's procrastination. Not. It is you going, well, I'm not going to take any action. I'm not going to, I'm not actually convinced that this is my actual purpose. But if I put on this show of, you know, yelling and screaming and stomping my feet, people will think that it is. Yeah, I think after you die and maybe like, are you going to be at the gates going like, Look at all the tweets I wrote. Yeah, exactly. Right? right? Look at all the tweets I wrote. I, I brought awareness to the I issue. am yeah. doing your work because look at how much I've complained about everything. So I have um, uh, a perspective that if you're feeling um, frustrated right now, mm -hmm. okay, um, if you are especially... Uh, 
jealous of someone else's success mm-hmm. and 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 not your own and um if you are angry uh, about the state of the world or your a relationship or anything i'm here to tell you that that is your purpose calling to you mm-hmm. So a lot of people think because I'm feeling these things, that means um, I am not on my purpose. But here's what I I firmly believe about uh, living your purpose. It means getting off of it Mm -hmm. because it's a journey to purpose. It's not a place you arrived. I mean, very often we think like, oh, I'm going to go to a resort and life is going to be great. But, you know, you go to the resort and all of a sudden you the room service you ordered took two hours yep. and then it's cold. It's like it's not like you yeah. go to the resort and everything is so great, mm-hmm. you know, and and somehow the, the pool didn't isn't heated. And the, yeah. and then there's kids next door screaming. Yep. It's not like life is not like we arrive on where now I am living the purpose of my life. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. No, that's, that's, that, th- those are moments. Mm-hmm. It's like happiness. Yeah. Happiness is our moments. It's, um, but it's, we can arrive there for moments. But what I've discovered is, you know, there are no laurels to sit on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, there just isn't. And, what and until you die and then well there's questions maybe it continues after that yeah. um but i'm saying that let's just look at jealousy for one moment okay okay there's somebody who is working getting paid doing their life and you're jealous mm-hmm. which every creative is jealous of someone somewhere right <laughs> And uh, my good buddy, Lotus Weinstock, who was a comic, worked with many of you might know her. She's wonderful. And she died far too young as a, with a brain tumor. But she always said that jealousy is a wake-up call. Because mm-hmm. I admitted to her that I was jealous of another comic mm-hmm. who I didn't feel was as good as I was, but yeah. was getting all these jobs. And why wasn't I? And so there's anger in there. And she said to me, that's good that you're jealous. It's really good. And I go, why? Mm. Because you now know what you want. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, okay, everybody, this is the big question. You're jealous, you're angry, you're frustrated, you're resentful. What are you going to do about it? Exactly. What is the action that comes next? Right. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Mm. All right. So then it doing about it is always again your purpose is always expressed in how you transform another person's life what you give to another person and a lot of people feel that it's discredited unless you're getting paid for it so people have a lot of ideas what purpose looks like mm-hmm. when i'm on purpose i'm going to be paid a lot of money yeah when i'm on purpose xyz things will happen i'll have a lot more followers Mm -hmm. you know x amount of followers mean i'm living on purpose um that is 
that is from ego and that has nothing to do with purpose. There's a lot of people who've lived their life entirely on purpose and don't make money. Yeah. Van Gogh. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a movie out about him now. Mm -hmm. Would we say because he didn't make a living and wasn't successful as an artist, he was not living on purpose and his vision for purpose? So, so it has to do with living on purpose is to really understand and recommit to your belief in life and and what are you doing for another person mm -hmm. and i guess this has to do with what your sense of success is mm -hmm. and i want to share with you when I discovered what success really was, okay. all right? So when I was 32, I had quit doing stand-up mm. because it was too painful for me. It was, um, I, it was at a time when um, heckling was huge. Everybody and their mother was a stand-up uh, stand all of a sudden okay. then. And so the audiences were just, you suck. You think you're funny. You're not funny. And and that was while I was walking up to the stage. It was in Long Island. And I, I went, you know what? I, I want to find something different to do with my life. Mm -hmm. I walked off stage. I walked off the tour. And I think I told this story before. So I'm just going to um, get right to it. Um, I didn't know what to do with my life, and I started just to go to work. Like, I rent an office just to go to I didn't have a job. Yeah. I just rent an office so I had something to do. Mm. But that's when I found I could write, and I wrote a, I, I wrote a book. Next thing you know, I'm teaching, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm teaching, and my book was rejected from 59 agents, and I felt like a failure, complete failure. And I'm teaching in my converted garage at my house, and I'm feeling like a failure. And I'm looking at other people getting HBO special and going, mm. oh, I should have stuck with it longer. Yeah. I mean, I got an, uh, Showtime specials. And I, you know, I, I had done a lot of television, but I went, oh, I'm a failure. Look, look at all people. Maybe I made enough money to buy a house, but look at everybody else buying mansions. I mean, there was yeah. always someone better than me. Yeah. Going back to the jealousy thing, just always, you know, always finding jealous. other people. Yeah. This is not right. This is what I'm meant to do. I'm better than this. Yeah. Teaching to 10 people in a converted garage. Hmm. And, um, and then I remember this class. And in the class, I taught a really good class. I was so on it that day. I took people who had... Like, no jokes, nothing. And somehow I was just able to get into their head and their topic and write jokes for them. And at the end of that class, I had a eureka moment, and I said to myself, that was really successful. And then, in that moment, I understood what success was. Mm. That... It's when you do what you do and you do it well. Mm -hmm. And it's irrelevant of how much money you're getting, how many people see it, if it's on television or not, or how many, how many uh, 
how many um, hits you got on on a website. Mm-hmm. You know, you did something that gave other people value, and you did it at the top of your talent. Mm-hmm. And then from that class, there were several people who went on to be so successful. Um, Cindy Shupak, who ended up, you know, being executive producer on uh, Sex and the City and continues to be on practically all these shows, <laughs> I see. Um, and Rob Lauderstein, somebody else who's um, very successful. And, and they became my friends. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden... I realized that I that purpose is something that you try to be the best you are every day. You give it away, and sometimes you get paid for it. Sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. But from that point on, my anger and jealousy stopped. Mm-hmm. And I started every day to go, what did I do successfully today? Yeah. And I have to say, I might contradict myself here, Mm -hmm. but sometimes I will write a piece on Facebook and I put it on Facebook and all of a sudden everyone's sharing it and thanking me for that perspective. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's on purpose. Yeah. That is on purpose. Mm -hmm. Because you, the feedback you get will tell you if you're making a difference in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, the, and it's interesting on Facebook and Twitter, and the things that, you, that I write that go, look how great, I'm vacationing here. And yeah. I look, I'm on this show. Very often that'll create jealousy in my followers mm-hmm. um, because maybe they're not doing so great. Mm-hmm. But the perspectives I have on a problem that I have that other people can relate to um, and what I've learned about it, my own personal mess to success story where I'm really struggling and I find some kind of solution, mm-hmm. but it's, it's usually the bad news about myself. Yep. Isn't that interesting that that's the stuff that seems to hit? Yeah. And, uh, you know, to dissect what you just said a little bit further is every single one of those steps, you didn't just sit in your room and go, woe is me, and then yell at the world about how unfair it was. There, You rented an office. You kept teaching classes. You kept it going. You kept taking action. That's the biggest thing. It's, it's kind of what separates, you know, the, the, the people who do and the people who do not. There are, you can go online and see a thousand people who make a living out of complaining. They're not making a good living. They're not living a happy life. They are just complaining all the time because that's super easy. What separates people is here is my complaint. And the next thing that comes is that piece of action. Whether that piece of action is successful or not, whether that piece of action moves you forward or does, doesn't do anything at all, doesn't matter. Doesn't you matter. have to act. You have to go and do that stuff. One of my favorite things that I've, I've seen uh, some from like top performing people that I've worked with is they don't say but. They say things like, you know, a, a normal complaint is framed like, you know, I would be a much more famous stand-up comic, but... I don't have an agent, but audiences don't get me, but, but. you know, the, the change but to and. And. And so it's, I don't have, you know, I would be a bigger spend-up comic, and I need to do more 
open mics, and I need to, and, uh, and that and, and switch. I'm, yes, it's like I. There was a, a point where I changed my message to uh, the power of purpose in my speaking, mm. and I my gigs have slowed slowed down at a point, mm -hmm. and I went and. I'm going to speak this message on this podcast. Yep. And let me call my J my buddy Jason, who has the fancy recording equipment. <laughs> and I don't know where this is going or mm -hmm. what's going to become of it. And I'm expressing my message. Because when a door slams in your face, you got to look for the window. You can't stand in front of the door that just shut and go door shut ah who closed this door why did they close the door i'd be really great if i could yeah. you know but, open this door yeah. <laughs> you know i would be but i can't open the door yeah. okay yeah. but door the guy open. on the other side closed it on me but yeah. you know, all these things but if it's an and your next step is always an action if and you're being honest with yourself that's that's really great S look for the word but in your conversation and change it to an and because nobody is stopping you mm -hmm. and i find that when i do something different like this podcast and the wonderful people who have written comments to me mm -hmm. you know cuz it's odd doing this without getting the feedback from the audience like you and I sitting here just doing it together, mm -hmm. it's different for me. But, ooh, I said but. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and it's been exciting to get the reaction mm -hmm. in another form from the people reviewing it. Mm -hmm. So I just did that. I just took your advice, Jason. I said, I'm doing this just here, but I'm not getting the response because I'm used to an audience. And yeah. I go, and I'm getting the response in a different kind of ways, you know. So look for what you want to do, different ways to do it. Mm -hmm. There are so many ways to do things. I know some people are complaining. Uh, um, they take improv classes okay. and they want to, you know, they can't get jobs so they can't get a reel together to mm -hmm. show to an agent. It's like... I put a green screen studio together in my garage. Yeah. Right? You could just take your iPhone and shoot yourself, and now you have a reel. Mm -hmm. Because you always, you know, that's a thing I don't understand about creative people. Creative people really get um, locked um, in a way of doing business in an ordinary, uncreative way. Mm -hmm. Right? So there's only one way to do it. I have to tell you, every time I got an agent, my career screeched to a halt. Because when I didn't have an agent, I was doing the work myself, yeah. right? When I did have the agent, well, the agent's doing the yeah, work. Yeah, they should I'm be handling gonna, this for me. I'm going to sit here with my little glass of champagne. And <laughs> no, that's when I stopped. Because yeah. the agent was assuming I'd continue doing everything. They didn't do anything. And mm -hmm. I find that all the time. You know, we are responsible for our careers. We can do it. And you just have to find a different, if something isn't working for you, just do it in a different way. Yeah. So can I give the assignment today yeah, for this do episode? It. Okay, so what I would like to ask the audience to do is I love the start about jealousy. Everybody's jealous of somebody. So find someone you're jealous of. Find something you're jealous of. Find out what that is. 
that will tell you what you want and then add the and to it and say, you know, I, you know, to take your, your example of improv people, and it's funny because in improv, one of the biggest things is the yes and. It's the continuing the joke, conti playing along with everything else. In this case, it's, you know, I would have, you know, I could get an agent if I had a reel, but I don't know how to edit, you know, or something like that, which is, that's one I hear all the time. Well, I need an agent, I need to get a reel together, and I need to learn how to edit online. And I need to find a free software. And I need to make something with my phone. And I need to create my own content. Keep adding the and. And if you write down, you know, who you're jealous of, why you're jealous of them, why they have what you want, but you don't, take all those buts, turn them into ands, and give yourself actions. Right. Because when you complain, you are stopping the train from going forward. You mm. know, it's just... That's it. Exactly. It is complaining, ultimately, as I said in the beginning. Isn't complaining just talking yourself into the reasons why it's okay to be a failure? Exactly. You're giving yourself an escape route. You're giving yourself that, 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 that little tunnel that you can sneak out of and say, well, I didn't make it because of X, Y, and Z. Complaining, as I said in the beginning, is just disguised procrastination. So if you're going to complain, you better follow it up with some action. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.